Many people listen to the Erotic Waking podcast because they want better sex. I could sit here and tell you about the Promise It Warming Female Arousal Gel, but instead, listen to this episode of the podcast. You will hear Dan and Dawn do a live demonstration of that gel. We're not just going to tell you about it, but we're going to put it on Dawn and see how it works. This week on Erotic Awakening, Cuckoldress, Heating Gel, and Tire Covers. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons who receive ad-free early access to podcasts, as well as other perks. Thank you to our supporters. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So, uh, weird little thing going on today. So first off, you may notice that our voices sound a little bit different. We are using our new lapel mics. Yep, going to give them a try, see how it works, so that we don't have the bulkiness of the headset. But I am kind of curious how our voices are going to sound, because I still do turn and look at you, uh-huh. which has me turning away from the lapel mic. Yes, but they are omnidirectional. Ooh. The other interesting part is that we are both wearing shirts so that our lapel mics work. But we are not, <laughs> but we are not wearing pants because uh, we are going to be trying out some heating gel live on the podcast. <laughs> and this will be uh, this is the Promiscent heating gel, but we have never tried this one before. No, no, we've we've never tried this one, so it'll be an experience. It will be an experience. I and just you I just love the picture that people must have right now of us wearing shirts, <laughs> but not pants. And um, it's not the first time we've actually been on. What what were we doing? We were doing a Zoom call for somebody, and you had to leave the RV during the class to go grab something because we were running out of power. Mm-hmm. So you had to put your pants on to so leave can, the yes. RV, and then when you came back, you took your pants back off for the Zoom call. I think it was our high protocol. I think it was our high protocol call. <laughs> and then after we uh, try out the heating gel, we have a fantastic interview with Venus Cuckoldress, and she is going to tell us all about cuckolding. Nice. And bulls and all the other aspects of it. And, you know, it's really weird, but um, I was talking to our friends that we're mooch docking off of right now, and I was telling them how I switched my location to Lexington because, you know, we're, we're kind of near there. Mm-hmm. And I've had about 10 people friend me, and they're all bulls. Yeah. And, and, and the friend was like, oh, it's because you did this cuckold interview. I'm like... Yeah, we did the interview. We haven't posted it. Right, right. Nobody knows about it yet. Nobody knows about it yet. So I'm not exactly sure what is new in my thing that has bulls reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's just <laughs> curious. <laughs> uh, but before, so before we break out the heating gel, Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, just really quickly on our Discord uh, channel, uh, Stanton, so. Last week we were talking about Whistle, which is a GPS for dogs, and you could use it for wayward slaves, we suggested. Right. Uh, Staten F says that they are using a GPS pet tracker on Slave M. So uh, somebody is actually using it in a relationship format. Nice. Yep. I kind of like that idea. I like you knowing where I'm at. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's neat. Uh, a lot of people in egalitarian relationships would be like, oh my God, I can't believe he's got a tracker on me. He must not trust me. And for me in my power exchange relationship, it's like, oh my God, I hope he's got a tracker on me so that he knows he can <laughs> trust me. 
It's just a slightly flip. Yep, absolutely. And also, uh, just because we had the conversation, somebody sent us a very cute picture of their corgi. Oh. So we're always down for cute animals. Indeed. But we like the tentacles and the food on boobs as well. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple of tentacle pictures. We got um, oh, Reverend Danny Smite. So sent a pic of a woman having her panties stripped off by tentacles. She was like like straddling two rocks over waves coming in and tentacles were coming up and stripping off her panties. Okay. That was hot. That's my kind of tentacles. And then um, Lucian, so a friend of ours out of central Ohio, sent um, the wine decanter, mm -hmm. right? So no room in the RV for that. And tentacle earrings, which I've had before, and I don't think they showed up with us. I don't think they followed us to the RV. They did not. So, but these other ones were purple. And uh, <laughs> so I might have to. And uh, finally, on the, in and I should say finally, before we get into the heating gel and then our interview, but uh, we, on the old Instagram, recently posted a picture of the new tire cover that Goddammit Adam sent us. <laughs> Goddammit Adam. It is a um, We Sleep Around tire cover, and it's got a little RV on it, which uh, suggests that... Perhaps we just sleep around in the... Because we drive around in an RV. Yes, but I did hashtag flamingo, hashtag pineapples. And RV life. And hashtag RV life. <laughs> at some point, now we're not too far away from actually starting a just a blog of our RV adventures. It's just going to be a little side thing for fun. Mm -hmm. um, but we will, we will let you, oh podcast listeners, know about its existence once it's out there. In case you're interested in the in the kinky RV lifestyle, whatever that's going to look like. So Dawn, here in my hand, I have a packet of the Promiscent Warming Gel. It mm. is supposedly fast acting, lasts up to 25 minutes, and hormone free. Now, when I say supposedly fast acting, let's find out. You are currently laying on a bed in front of me <laughs> with your beautiful vagina looking at Ooh. me. And we both have our lapel microphones, so we can actually do this in real time, as they say. So I am going to open this thing up. Which was easy enough to do. Doesn't smell like anything. And good. Putting this a little glob on my fingers there and putting some warming gel on your vagina. Does it say how much to use? Nah, I'm just going to put some on there. <laughs> cool. And you, you really spread it on there, too. <laughs> I did spread it on you there. You coated my clit, at, and it's already starting to work. I wonder if we really should target your clip oh. there. there we go. <laughs> well, that's an interesting look on your face. Something going on there? It is definitely warming up. Well, what's it feel like? Heat. <laughs> heat, so, like bad? Like if somebody put a lighter up to your clip? You mean like heat, like cinnamon oil? Yes. No. Um, heat, like a lighter from a distance. So, but definitely warming up. Are you planning on rubbing in there, too, to find out for yourself? Is it pleasant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's different and pleasant. Absolutely. So, and I'm not usually one for, like, gels and stuff. So, but this is pretty cool. Yeah. So what's it feel like? So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you seem so, to be having a little trouble talking. Well, that's because you're also stroking my clit at the same time. So, Just got to rub it in there. Yeah. Wow. So you feeling the heat? I'm feeling the heat, and it's making everything more 
sensitive. So, Dawn, have you ever thought about how cool it would be to watch me with another woman? I've seen you with another woman more than once. Have so you? Yes. Yes. Oh. I don't I've been know. Doing this for twenty years. Yes, I don't yes, know. I, have. I don't know that I would enjoy seeing you with another guy at all. I don't think we've done that except for a blowjob. Well, that and was you casual. Only partly watched that. Yeah, that was very casual. Yeah, but I my understanding of is there's not only is it a kink and enjoyable for some people to mm-hmm. to watch other people with their husbands and wives and partners. But also, there's a thrill of the fact that, well, heck, I don't even know what it is. It's something called cuckolding. It's something I don't know anything about. But fortunately for us tonight <laughs> on the podcast, we have Venus from the VenusCuckholdress.com and related podcast, who I assume knows all about it. Venus, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks, you guys, for having me on. I'm so excited to talk about cuckolding. Our pleasure. We are excited to learn more about it. So start me off with some of the language, because I don't even know that I'm using the right language. Is it? Start me off there. Yeah, sure. Sometimes I feel like the language changes often. So don't feel bad if you don't know the language. Okay. (laughs) But cuckolding, yeah, cuckolding is is where it's like a one-sided open relationship relationship where she, um, he's faithful to her. She's, uh, you know, has sexual experiences with other guys and he loves it that way. She loves having that gift of sexual exploration that he gives her. And in turn, she gives him the gift of involving him in some way. And so there's a lot of overlap between cuckolding and hot wifing. People kind of, they're like, what's the difference? Um, cuckolding is usually like some sort of um, power exchange going on there or humiliation. I hate that word. It's more like teasing, loving, mm-hmm. teasing. <laughs> and there's a there's a huge spectrum along the line of cuckolding. So a lot, a lot of it overlaps with um, kind of BDSM stuff and a lot of it overlaps with hot wifing. So yeah, that's cuckolding in a nutshell. Well, Let's talk about the humiliation part for a moment, because you said you don't like that word humiliation. But I was actually listening to an episode of your podcast, uh, The Intoxicating Allure of Cuck Angst. And I won't say that I got through the entire show, but certainly the way it was introduced, it sounded like humiliation was kind of what that that person was digging. Or maybe I'm I'm using the word different from just, just straight up angst. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, there is this element of humiliation in it, but it's done in a loving way. And I think that's the kind of key component that people miss when they just hear that word humiliation. They think of it as something that's disrespectful and damaging in a relationship. And really, it's not in this kind of relationship when he really gets off on that part of it. And she loves seeing him react that way. So um, it's it's not necessarily something that's really bad. It's actually something that's fun. So so I have a question with the difference between the cuckolding and the hot wife. Because hot wife, what mm-hmm. I understand, like Dan does not want to watch me with another person, 
but he loves the stories if I come home from, say, a one-night stand and I, you know, and I tell him what happened. So he likes that. Is that the difference between cuckolding and hot wife or am I missing something? Well, my sort of clarification between the two with hot wifing, um, he is mostly monogamous to her. I would say mostly because in most cases he is, and she sleeps with others and, um, but there is no power exchange. So he might be the one who decides who she sleeps with and makes the rules about that sort of thing. Whereas in cuckolding, it's all about her. She's the one who makes those decisions about, you know, who she sees. She might involve her, her boyfriend or husband or whatever ever um, in that process but ultimately it's about her whereas with hot wifing it seems to be a more equal process or even more emphasis on him oh so yeah so that's what we did a while back was the hot wifing okay. except dan's not monogamous to me <laughs> so that's the only difference okay right. cool <laughs> so so another piece of language I, I have more questions than i thought i did um so another piece of language that i've come across recently on fet life is bull I've had ever since changing my FetLife profile to be in Kentucky because we're full-time RVing right now. So I changed my FetLife profile to reflect where I'm at and I changed it to Kentucky. I've got a lot of bulls trying to friend me. And is that a cuckolding term? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Kentucky, huh? Kentucky, <laughs> I know. Apparently we all need to go there. <laughs> um, yeah, so bull is a term for the other guy that the girlfriend or wife is sleeping with. And um, it could be just any guy. It could be, you know, he knows about the husband, maybe he doesn't it could be just like a one night stand it could be an ongoing friends with benefits type of thing or it could be a full on, on bull situation and a bull is within cuckolding a guy who really loves that role of being the bull where there he's aware that there's a cuckold there's a, a wife and he knows all about the dynamic that goes on there and he knows how to manipulate that and and sort of push people's boundaries a little bit um, in a way that's friendly and safe. And, and it's a lot of fun when you actually get to know somebody who's like a real bull and, and gets it and understands it. That's when couples really kind of thrive in this kind of relationship. But yeah, any guy could be a bull. Um, they, but not everybody can, every guy can be like a real good understanding bull. <laughs> Those ones are hard to find. Well, that le leads me to wonder, you know, we, we talk about, I, I, obviously we would want to talk about the safer sex aspect to it, but is there a emotional safety aspect to it? Meaning that sometimes people meet, do the bulls ever like, wow, this isn't just great sex, but I really dig this human. Well, yeah, and I, w I will say that in most of the cuckolding relationships that I know of, of the couples who I have met, there's always so, um, some aspect where it's not just about the sex. It's not just about the dick or whatever. It's basically like a connection that you have with that person. It's some, it's, you know, you're, you feel lucky to have them in your life, that kind of 
thing. So it's, it's more a deeper kind of level than just someone to have sex with. And of course, there are risks that come along with that. Um, and let's not deny it. I mean, <laughs> anytime, I mean, even monogamous couples, it's still a risk You're, that you fall in love with somebody else. Um, and it does happen in this lifestyle. It certainly does. And it, I think it's important for couples and singles, bulls to really understand that that is a possibility and to kind of be aware of the, I guess, the red flag eggs that would happen around that. And some couples really look for that. Some couples look for a bull who, you know, is their boyfriend, like it's, he lives with them. Like it's a poly kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not that common, but it, it does exist. So, but just knowing and understanding that, yeah, there, it can be dangerous. It can be, um, kind of like playing with fire sometimes, but I find as a couple, just it's much more helpful if I can compartmentalize people in my life, really understand and set that clear boundary between love and sex. And I think anyone who's non-monogamous um, understands how to do that. That's kind of part of it. So um, yeah, it, it's definitely, I mean, it sucks when it happens when a marriage breaks down because uh, you know, she falls in love with the bull or he falls in love with her or whatever, it gets complicated, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say it happens all that often. Cool. So, so how long have you been doing this and how did you know this was your thing? Okay. I didn't know it was my thing. I didn't know it was a thing for so <laughs> like, I didn't know. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is this cuckolding thing? <laughs> I was in a swinging community as a unicorn for like a decade, had never heard of this cuckolding thing didn't even know what the word meant and I had never come across it or even hot wifing. And then, um, I met a guy who introduced the idea to me and I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? This sounds too good to be true. Because <laughs> <laughs> It was something that I had always wanted, but I thought there's no fucking way I'm going to get a guy to sign up for this. Cause like in the swinging community, I was very familiar with this kind of equal partnership where there's a lot of, you know, setting rules, boundaries, and limits together and adjusting those as time goes by based on comfort levels and safety and all that sort of stuff. Right. I knew that. And I just didn't want that. I wanted, <laughs> this sounds so selfish, but I wanted to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it with whoever I wanted to do it with. <laughs> so I was like, I'm never going to find a guy to sign up for that. But yeah, when I found this guy and he was like, I want nothing more than to see you with lots of other guys. And I was like, really? <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I said, you don't want to sleep with other women. He's like, nope. And I was like, wow, this is weird. <laughs> and then as time went by, I was like, wow, this is exactly what I wanted. And it was a huge learning experience for me. And yeah, that's when I started blogging about it. Cause I was like, oh my God, I had no idea this existed. Mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain there's a lot of other women out there who had no idea either. And it might fit them really well. So I just started sharing my story and look, look where I am now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm like, you know, cause coming from the swinging world, you're talking about how, you know, it's, it's, 
a given that couples set rules and set boundaries and do what makes them feel comfortable and things like that. I'm like, oh, that that don't hold water in the poly world. <laughs> People that don't know of swinging no. and know of this, that blows their mind in the poly world. But it yeah. is a thing in the swinging world. And and so it's a one vagina policy <laughs> instead of a one penis policy. That's an interesting way to look at it. So I like do, it. Do I understand then? Dan will never go for it. You were, you are you, you're being you, you met the guy. So do you and this guy now, do you have an emotional attachment with each other? Or is it still just a play thing? No, it was a full on, I was head over heels for this guy. And, and it was the same way towards me. And okay. it was a real kind of like whirlwind kind of feeling because it was so thrilling and exciting and so fun to talk about it with each other. It was a really great time. Fantastic. Do you have trouble finding bulls or that third person or somebody that, you know, you exp I, and, and I don't even know what the conversation sounds like unless, I mean, if you're in the swing community, maybe it's not, not so hard, but I'm picturing you meet somebody at, I don't know, uh, Taco Bell and say, Hey, you're a good looking guy. This is my husband. It's my vagina. We want to have something happen. <laughs> I don't think you'd say it that way, but <laughs> how, how do you have that conversation? How do you approach that? And what kind of responses do you get? Yeah, you know, it's not easy. It's like for couples who've been married a long time and then they, you know, they've been monogamous and then they just decide they're going to try this. It can be daunting because they're like, I don't even know where to start. Like, how do I even bring this up or whatever? And so it can be really hard and awkward and a real learning experience, let me tell you. <laughs> but I think that it is really, it's so super easy to find any guy to fuck. I mean, I mean, let's face it, it's, that's not difficult. Um, but I, to find a guy who really is open-minded to the situation of a, a cuckolding relationship is kind of rare. Like, um, I would, uh, most guys just don't really understand it or they're uncomfortable with it or, um, they, they, they've never heard of it before. So it is, it can be really difficult to find somebody who's experienced like that and kind of knows what they're doing. Um, but there's, you know, different ways that you can go out and find a bowl, different wording that you use. You can just not use that word cuckolding. You can just use a one side open relationship you know, she's allowed to have her fun. She has allowed to have her cake and eat it too. <laughs> and so stuff like that is a bit more of a gentle approach than using bull or cuckold terminology that people might not understand. Is your preference, and, th and now here we get into the, we started you with the softball, like what's a cocktress and all that. Now we're getting into, <laughs> I want to know about Venus specifically. Is your ideal erotic situation that uh, Mr. Head Over Heels is in the room? Or would you do you prefer him to be in the same building but not in the room? Or he can stay at home while you're off and you come home and tell him what's going on? I think variety is key. Ah. Um, I don't have like a... <laughs> I don't have like a, a certain favorite. I mean, there's benefits and negatives to each one of them. But the whole telling him about it when you get home 
is so, I mean, you guys know you've done is <laughs> so fun. Like there's something about that. That's just like, it's exciting. It's sexy. It's hot as fuck. And I love that part so much, but there's all this like fun little send him a picture, you know, or hmm. letting him listen on the phone is also really fun. Cause he can't see what's happening. He can only hear. And <laughs> that's exciting. Um, and then, you know, having him there and actually watching for a safety perspective for women is really important. So, um, yeah, there's, I think it's, it depends on the situation, but variety is fun. Very cool. Nice. Cause it is hot to come home and, uh, and, and straddle Dan and then give him details <laughs> that gets hot. Oh, hell yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sign me up. That's just fun. <laughs> I I guess I'm going to ask you this one. Um and this is a little more of a a little more of a charged question or maybe it's not. I was going to say maybe in Canada uh where you're from people are much more enlightened but is they what do you think about I'm just going to ask you what do you think about the aspect I see a lot of these posts about this, but I specific, specifying they want a, a BBC, a big black cock. What do you, is that part of, is that a fetish within itself? Is that just coincidental? Is that, is that a thing, a subculture within I've, the cuckholders culture? We've had people come to the space and actually put on their name tags that they're a BBC and want mm -hmm. to be known as a BBC. What's your view on all that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Um, I think that here in Canada, it's really not a like a big deal. Um, and many people never really heard of the terminology. As far as like a queen of spades, who is a woman who really likes black guys as a preference for sex. Oh, but, that's what that means. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think in the United States, uh, it definitely is a charged subject. And I've been learning a lot more about it lately because it's been coming up in in talks and conversations and stuff like that. But, yeah, there seems to be um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but it does seem to be a big theme in cuckolding. Sure. Not all cuckolding relationships include interracial cuckolding, but it is a big thing and it's super popular. I would say out of all the episodes I've done where it's discussed, I've discussed you know interracial mm -hmm. the stats go through the roof i'm just like okay everybody huh. apparently loves this so <laughs> huh. and then yeah you've got a lot of black guys who are you know right in into it like they love it there was just an event in florida that just happened this past weekend which was um specifically for the cuckolding and hot wife couples and it was just like a whole bunch of black guys for a hotel takeover wow. and like it's like massively popular yeah but yeah it's it definitely is not every um cuckolding couple who's into it that's for sure Very i don't know if that answered your question no <laughs> absolutely yeah and um it's just such it's a really interesting topic, uh, or at least around our parts, um, between what is, a, you know, can it, it's, if you like, 
if you want to only date Asian girls, is that a fetish or is that disrespectful or is that a preference, right? So it's always great to hear other yeah. people's yeah. Yeah. Uh, view on it. So one more question for you, if you don't mind. Do you sure. ever see a point where you and, and we're, now you're, we're going to call this guy from now on Mr. Head Over Heels, say that was fun, that was cool, <laughs> but it was just a kink. Now it's time to settle down and be good little monogamous people and, and raise puppies and that kind of thing. Or do you see this more like a by, when you're sitting on your chairs, your rocking chairs at the end of the day saying, oh, it's been a week. Let's go find a bull. <laughs> yeah, I definitely could not go back to any other kind of relationship dynamic other than cuckolding. This really fits who I am. And so, like, this is me. This is where I feel most authentic, mm. most genuine, and most comfortable. And so, I don't, yeah, I don't think I could go back to that. Um, I, yeah, no, it, it's definitely going to be with me, I think, forever. No <laughs> we'll more. See, I might be like 72 years old and still looking for bulls at 72. Who knows? <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Um, awesome. You've got a ton of more content about this topic out on your podcast, as well as all kinds of interesting things on your blog. Where can people find out more about you, Venus? Yeah, so venuscuckoldress.com is where you can find my blog that, I mean, I've been writing for years. There's a lot there. But also, um, that's where you can find my podcast, the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. I'm also on Twitter. My handle is at V. I'm pretty active on Twitter. And I've actually just like a week ago launched a brand new matchmaking service for singles who are looking for loving cuckolding relationships. And that's called Venus Connections. So that's at venusconnections.com. Wow. That, cool. I, I <laughs> hope that sees a lot of traffic. It should answer a lot of questions for people on how to find people. Which is a huge question yes, usually. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Venus, thank you very much. Yes. It's been a pleasure to see yes. to have you on the show. I am already um, envious of your gear. We got to see you on video, and I can see you're taking the podcasting seriously. And you've already, your, your mic's bigger than mine. I'm very upset about that. But that's not important now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for being on the podcast tonight, Venus. Thank you. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. If you like what we're doing, let your friends know, like Dawn just said. Head over <laughs> to Patreon. Toss us a couple bucks. Uh, Come over to the it. Discord. <laughs> say what's up. Or whatever you feel like doing. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs>